Happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Laura Jaggett, and you are listening to the How to Life podcast. And this is episode 40. Have you heard the phrase, start planning for your future? Do you have any idea what that means or how to go about doing that? Starting out life is often overwhelming enough without having to think about that, the future. It's so far away. Why worry about it now? The good news is that I don't want you to worry about it. I don't want you to be stressed in the now, worrying about the future. So I want to tell you about an easy way to save money for your future, or if you don't like that word, just have a little savings that can be set up automatically and very often through your employer. Many, many companies offer what is called a 401k, which is an account that you can open up through your job and put a little money away each pay period or whenever you want. It'll get invested for you and over time it'll grow. My guest today is Melissa Niakata, who is a financial coach, and she runs her blog called The Traveling Wallet, which is all about financial independence and retiring early. She has great information to share about the ease and the benefits of a 401k account. Don't worry, this is a very easy to follow conversation that will for sure help clear up some of the mystery about this term 401k and about growing your money through investing. Saving money through a 401k is so easy that you won't even feel it, but you'll be setting yourself up for financial comfort in the future. Come on, let's learn all about it. Hey, Melissa. Hi, how are you? And welcome to the How to Life podcast. Hi, thank you so much, Laura. I'm really excited to have you here because you have some information, which I think remains a mystery to many young people, and it did for me well into my 30s. So before we go any further, just introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit about you and what you do. All right. Well, my name's Melissa Nakato, and I do financial coaching on my blog, Traveling Wallet. And the reason I do this is because I'm actually part of the FIRE community, which is financial independence, retire early. And it's really about designing your life in a way that is going to best suit you. And for that, you need to understand money. Money is a big key factor for designing the kind of life that you want to live. I want to ask how you found the FIRE community and explain a little bit more about what that is and how someone can get in line with the concepts. So the retiring early part means that you have to accumulate enough money so that you don't have to traditionally work anymore. You're trying to get to those numbers, but a lot earlier so that instead of retiring when you're 60 or 70, you're retiring at 40 or 45 or some people even at 30. And then you have this nest egg of money available on whatever your dream life would be. How did you get on board with this at such a young age? I think the really big point was graduating college with debt. I'm a mechanical engineer, so numbers is something that I am very familiar with. And I just ran the calculations and I was like, they give you 10 years to pay this off, but I didn't want to take 10 years because all the interest would pile up and you end up paying more than what it's worth. And so I made it a goal that I was going to pay off my loans in five years. And so that's really when I was thinking more aggressively about money and I was reading 
different money articles trying to get a better understanding of what the best way to pay off all my debt was. And I ran into this fire person called Mr. Money Mustache, and he presented this vision that, okay, instead of just working to buy the next luxury item, you could work and buy your freedom. Today, I'm going to be talking about 401ks and IRAs because (laughs) that was like a big aha moment that I had. I had already learned a little bit about money before finding the fire community, but learning about that, there's just so much benefit that comes from implementing 401k strategy in an IRA. Which sounds a little intimidating. And I'm thinking back to when I was in my 20s, I would hear that buzzword. I have no idea what that means. Will you please define what that is and tell everyone what it means? A 401k is an account that's available at your company. And this account is somewhere where you can set aside money that gets invested, which gives it the potential to grow. The amazing thing about the 401k is that a lot of companies offer matches. So if you decide, let's say you make $500 and you contribute 5%, that's $25 that gets put into an account. And if the company matches that 5%, that means you actually get $50 put into that account. And this is free money. It's not coming from your salary. This matching part that the company matches, they're putting in. It depends on the company. So my biggest recommendation would be to stop by your HR office and ask them about your 401k. HR office is your human resource office. Yes. which, Which does what? So your human resource office is usually the place where they hire you, where they give you your trainings. Um, And so they'll be able to give you more information on whether your company offers you a 401k. And if they do, they'll be able to tell you also what their rules are. And so that's very company dependent, but a lot of companies do offer matches. And if they match, we'll say 5%, then your contribution up to 5% is going to be matched. There might be a waiting period, like maybe after you work three months is when you become eligible, but they'll let you know about it right away. And actually, if you're being hired, that's a great question to ask during your interview. There's even some companies who will actually automatically enroll you and you actually have to opt out because they're trying to help young, new employees make those moves, make those savings into a retirement account that is going to help them in the future. Does this money follow you to the next job or can you lose it? Any money that you put in out of your paycheck is your money and it follows you. When you leave the company, you take this money with you. Now with the match, again, that is very company specific. There are some companies that when they give you the match, it's yours, the end. However, like I said, very company specific. Some companies have what is called vesting. And that just means you have to wait a certain amount of time before the money is officially yours. It's in your account. But if you leave the job before your year is up or before three years passes, whatever their vesting time frame is, you don't get to keep the match. 
Now, if you opt not to put your money into 401k, the company won't match you anything. You're crazy if you don't put in money because they're giving you free money. You should do it. That's exactly it. I heard my coworkers talking about, oh, they only get a 1%, 2%, 3% raise every year. Like it's so small, but they don't contribute anything into their 401k. And I used to just say to them, just open your 401k account and contribute some money and you are going to give yourself an automatic raise, whatever that company matches. So if that company matches 5%, you gave yourself a 5% raise just by saving for your own retirement. They won't give you the money otherwise. It's not available unless you save for your own future retirement. There's no downside. (laughs) What do you think are some of the reasons why someone would not choose to do this? So (laughs) actually, my husband, when he just started working for this one company, they didn't offer any match. And so he didn't invest into his 401k because he just didn't think that there was a good reason to save in there because they weren't going to give him a match. And actually, that is not great thinking. After we learned more about how 401ks help you when it comes to tax time, we were like, oh man, we really missed a big opportunity there because investing in your 401k isn't just good for your future. It actually impacts you positively in your finances that year because it lowers how much you have to pay in taxes. And not only that, the sooner you invest the more chance you give your money to grow through compound interest. And compound interest, that just means your money, it's going to start making money. So you have you put in $100 and let's say it makes $10. Now those $10 are going to make money too. And so every year, the interest that you're earning is going to make more money. And it just piles up. It starts, it's like a snowball. It starts rolling down the mountain and it just starts gathering more snow. Now you brought something up about tax benefits. Please explain how investing money in a 401k reduces your tax burden. Okay. So there's actually a lot of different brackets when it comes to taxes. And in the first bracket, any income below this level doesn't actually get taxed. It's like a ladder. And so on the bottom rung of the ladder, you don't actually pay taxes for any of that money. And then as you climb the ladder of your income, at the next step, you're going to pay some taxes. So when you save into your 401k, you actually remove that from your taxable income. Let's say you make $20,000 And that means you pay 10% in taxes. But the next rung, the rung below you is like, let's say $15,000. And so if you save $5,000 into your 401k, you drop yourself where now those $15,000 you don't pay taxes on. And that $5,000 that is in your 401k investment account, you're actually not going to pay taxes on those either. Now, If you didn't save in your 401k, you would have to pay a bigger amount of taxes because you were actually at the $20,000. That's a great argument to do it. 
Exactly. And that that was one of the things, like I said, when my husband was working at this company that didn't offer a match, we were like, oh, you know what? In retrospect, we really should have just saved it still because we would have dropped our taxable income. Now, let's talk about moving from a job. Let's say you have accumulated a 401k at a job for a certain amount of years. And let's say they matched it. So you've passed that vested time. So you get to keep all of that money and you now leave that job. You get to take all of the money in the 401k with you. Is that correct? Yes, it is. If you leave a company, you don't need to move the money. Technically, you could just leave it through that account. It's still yours. You still have access through it, but it's just invested through that company. But it's usually not recommended to do that because usually companies might have limited options about where they're investing your money. They might have higher fees that you have to pay for investing your money. And so it's very recommended that you move that money to a different account. So you can only move it to a different account once you've separated from the company. For example, there's Vanguard, who you can roll over your 401k into. There's Fidelity. You want to transfer the money directly from your company's account straight into the Vanguard account or straight into the Fidelity account, which would be uh, labeled as a rollover 401k. Mm -hmm. And the reason you want to do this is because if you leave the company and then you say, okay, give me a check for all my 401k money and you get that check and you don't invest it into another 401k, you are now due on taxes. So the great thing about a 401k is that you are actually deferring taxes. So it's not that you don't ever have to pay taxes on it, it's that you won't pay taxes until you actually need to use the money. Now, let me ask you this. You've left a company and you get yourself a new job and they offer a 401k match. Will they then put it into that new rollover account or will they open a new account for you? If you go from one job straight to another job, you can open a 401k in your new company and then roll over your old company's money into the new company one. But again, you have a little bit more freedom if you roll it into a separate account, like I said, with either Vanguard or Fidelity, then you get to be a little bit more hands-on with where you invest your money. Now, however, if that's something that's a little bit nervous for you, like that's not something you really want to do, that you'd rather have the companies separate the money in the stock market, then you can just roll it over straight to the other company. Let's say you rolled it over to your own personal rollover 401k, let's say with Vanguard or something. I think at that point, it's going to stay there. And then At the new company, they'll just open you a new 401k account. As soon as you roll it over, they'll ask for you to make a decision about where you want it to go. And then you don't have to do anything else because once it gets invested into like a mutual fund, you don't need to do anything else after that. It's not something that you're constantly trading, buying or selling. If usually what you would do is you would put it into something called an index fund, which is a accumulation of a lot of different companies. And so if you've ever heard the term, don't put all your eggs in one basket, what happens in an index fund is they'll separate the money into a lot of different companies. And so you're more protected from 
a big market drop because it's spread out. You have eggs in a lot of different baskets. And so after you've made that selection, after the rollover, you know, you don't have to really touch it again. So it's okay to have two 401ks. Can it just keep going on and on? Like if you move around in another five years, you can just have another 401k account? Yes, there is no limit to how many 401ks you can have. I guess that would be the argument if you went straight from one job to another job, just rolling it over to the new company means you'll always have it consolidated in one spot. The only reason that, like I said earlier, that I would recommend you rolling it over to one of these other providers is that if someone else is managing it, usually there's a fee Mm -hmm. and that eats away at your profit. So if you move it to one of these other places, you can look for the place with the lowest fee and put your money into that. What if you own your own business? Can your business set up a 401k plan for you as the individual, even though it is your company? Yes, you can absolutely set up a solo 401k. And the benefit about being, I guess, self-employed or a freelancer is that the limits are higher. So we haven't talked about this yet, but your 401k has a limit about how much money you can actually invest in it. And that limit also tends to change every year. But It is my understanding that when you have your own business, that number can actually be a little bit higher. Can you set up a 401k if your job doesn't offer one or if you're a part-time employee? What normally happens is that you actually set up something known as an IRA. So the IRA is an individual retirement arrangement. With an IRA, you're essentially going to do what I was explaining with the rollover 401k. You're going to go to one of these companies like Vanguard or Fidelity, and you are going to open an account that is classified as either a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. And with a traditional IRA, it really mimics the same rules as a 401k, which means it is tax deferred, which means you can deduct what you are saving into that account. This year with the IRA limit is $6,000. So you could essentially drop your taxable income by $6,000 with the traditional IRA. With a Roth IRA, it is also a tax advantage account, but it is actually in the future. So what happens is you don't get a write-off. You don't get to subtract what you're depositing in your Roth IRA. But when you take the money out, you don't pay taxes. So those are the two examples. So you're either going to pay taxes now with your Roth IRA and not pay them later, or you're going to not pay taxes now with your traditional IRA and you will pay the taxes once you pull out the money in the future. So those are the two examples. To be honest, you're not going to access this money right away. Because it's for retirement, it actually has some limitations. Because it's set for retirement, you need to be 59 and a half to withdraw the money. You're really saving it for the future. And if you withdraw it before that, you might have to pay a penalty. But a lot of these accounts also have little caveats where they actually give you a little bit of flexibility. Like your 401k will let you take out some of the money 
to buy your first home or your IRA will let you do that. But it's a loan. It's a loan from you. So you do need to pay it back. But it gives you the opportunity to access that money before you're 59 and a half. Now, we were talking about Roth IRAs. Any money you put in is accessible right away. So you can't take out the earnings, the growth. But let's say you saved $5,000 one year. And then the next year, you needed the $5,000. You can access that money out of a Roth IRA without a penalty only the money that you contributed. You can't pull everything out, just the money that you've contributed. The key is to save aggressively, but save aggressively seems sort of sad. Like it's going to be hard. I'm going to be seeing all my friends getting all of these wonderful things and I'm not going to have anything. I want you to dispel that myth, please. Yeah. So me personally, I haven't felt that way. Actually, you feel the reverse because as you start saving money, you feel more secure. You feel more free. If you could advise your younger self or any young person, give them some bullet points on what they can do to set themselves up for the future. Yes. If your company offers you a match, like that is a no brainer. You're going to be leaving money on the table. So as soon as you get into your job, go visit your HR department and ask them, do you have a 401k? And if you do, you know, can I enroll right away? And if not, you put it on your calendar on the day that you become eligible to open that account. So you can start off small. If they offer you a 5% match, but that sounds like a big jump, just start with 1% and set it up. A lot of these places offer this, that it automatically increases 1% each month. And and you'll get to that 5% little by little. It's so small, the change in your actual paycheck, that you won't notice that 1%, 1%, 1% bump. But it's going to make a huge difference. And you'll get to the point where you're going to get the full match. And by doing this, you learn that you can live quite comfortably without the money that you had invested. So you forget about it. And I mean, I will even say that as you get raises, you bump it up because you get used to uh, your level of life. You enjoy it. And so if you're enjoying your life and you get that raise, maybe set aside a little bit to celebrate and then just roll the rest over to your retirement account because you're not used to it. And so you're not even going to miss it. And your savings account, your investment account is just going to grow that much faster. And you're going to reduce your tax. Where can people find more information about? People can find me at travelingwallet.com. I would also recommend uh, Mr. Money Mustache. I think he's really good at breaking things down to really manageable pieces. I know, funny name, silly, doesn't seem serious, but totally is. And there's a lot of numbers, you know, when it comes to what are the limits with how much you can save in your 401k or your IRA. And those are constantly changing. And I'd love to offer a PDF with this information available to you. Visit travelingwallet slash howtolife. That's a great bonus. Tell us some more about Traveling Wallet. So that's where I've been documenting my journey to financial independence. 
I started in 2014 and I made a plan to retire at 40, which is the year 2026. And so I was just documenting my journey there. The thing is, though, like I said, I have kids. And so I don't want to wait 10, 12 years to then um, start doing all the fun things I want to do. I make sure that I, I incorporate that in the now too, because there are certain experience that I want my kids to have as well. And so I'm actually a big proponent of having little mini retirements on your path to your financial independence retirement. And so we were able to take four months off. We got to go to El Salvador for a month and Ecuador for a month and kind of give my kids this experience. And so that's why when Laura says, oh, what if people feel bummed or, you know, like they're giving up so much? I'm like, no, you're not. The more you get control of your money, saving in your 401k, saving in your IRA, that's just one piece. You know, you need a emergency account. You need, as you learn and grow your money knowledge, you gain so much more freedom because money is a tool. It's a tool that helps you live your unique adventurous life. And so that's what I talk about at Traveling Wallet. I want to help families and young people manage their money so that they can live their unique lives. I hope that all of you are inspired by this. Get started now, guys, when you're young. Don't wait until you're older and you're going to have so much more fun along the way. Melissa, thank you so very much for agreeing to come on my show. This was so valuable, so much good information. I think you did a really good job defining and breaking it down in a non-threatening and optimistic way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Who's going to walk away from free money? Not you, right? This is such an easy way to start growing that money ball. Are you feeling a little motivated to get your financial future in order? It is never too early to start, and it's never too late to start either. Just do it. And guess what? I've done some podcasts that talk more about this topic. Do you need to get out of debt first so that you can start investing? Episode 18, How to Make a Budget and Get Out of Debt with Jason Hoshauer, will give you guidance and the impetus to get started. Would you like to hear a true story of someone who made a plan at age 20 to retire early and did that by age 43? In Episode 7, Randy Levenbaum tells her story of how she did it. Randy also came back for Episode 10, which is called Money Smarts, to define all of those money, banking, and investing terms that are thrown around so loosely. She explains it all so simply, so check out that episode to get familiar with the lingo and the definitions. I really appreciate the fact that you have chosen to listen to this podcast. I hope you're finding great value from it. A new episode airs every Tuesday. Please subscribe and you'll have it delivered right to you. Also, check out my YouTube channel, How to Life. There you'll find the Mominars, which are very short video tutorials on how to do basic life skills. Or you can just go directly to my website, howtolife.com, and you can find all the Mominars and podcast episodes there. Everything in one spot. That's it from me today, my friends. If you would kindly hit the five-star rating button before you sign off, I would so appreciate that. See you next week for more answers to your how-to-life questions. Enjoy the rest of your week. Take it easy and don't worry so much. It's all good. You got this.